Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. My name is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Heidi Dickert, Vice President of New Products and Business Development at Market Tools, who will share some insights on how to conduct quality market research with a Hispanic market. At Market Tools, Heidi focuses on developing products and services in the areas of wireless, pharma, syndication, and Hispanics. Heidi utilizes her 14 years of international consumer and B2B research experience to develop products and consumer panels which are at the foundation of all market research projects conducted by Market Tools. Market Tools Hispanic Research Offering is one of the three products she has nurtured from conception. Prior to joining Market Tools, Heidi led both new and established brand research groups and supported Latin American and U.S. Hispanic product development for the flagship laundry brands at Clorox. Her extensive experience in conducting hundreds of concept tests, ad tests, product tests, and multivariate analyses creates the foundation from which she is leading the evolution of Market Tools' new products and communities. Earlier in her career, Heidi spent five years abroad creating and implementing market research programs in Europe and Africa for companies such as DHL Worldwide Express and SC Johnson. Heidi taps into her knowledge of international markets to assess and strategically develop new products that meet the international needs of clients around the world. Heidi, welcome. We're very eager to hear about your findings relating to Hispanic markets. Tell us a little bit, before we start talking about Hispanic markets specifically, tell us a little bit about market tools and what you do in the company, and then perhaps we can talk more specifically about the Hispanic market. So Market Tools is the leading innovator of online marketing research. And we have comprehensive solutions that deal with everything from concept definition, product development, communications development, and in-market execution. We also have a, a range of software products that uh, allow customers to do um, both research on a self-serve basis as well as on a full-serve basis. Um, we have a Zoomerang product, which is a very popular product amongst uh, a lot of self-serve clients. And we also have a more upscale product called Intelligence, um, which allows a lot of our market research clients to um, do a lot of their research on their own. And then we also have a lot of clients um, on the manufacturer side um, that ask us to basically do everything from programming all the way through to um, the analysis and advanced analytics. So we really are a full suite of products and services. One of the um, things that kind of underpin that entire offering is our uh, 2 million plus consumer panel, of which our Hispanic um, offering is really founded in our Hispanic Reach product, um, where we have about 100,000 Hispanics online that we survey to answer a lot of our questions from our clients regarding the Hispanic market exclusively. Who would benefit from market tools, services, and products? Well, the range of our customers are really across the board. We, as I mentioned, we have everything from, um, you know, independent consultants um, that are doing market research projects 
for their end clients. We have market research companies like mid, mid-sized and large-sized clients. We have um, end-user clients such as clients like Procter & Gamble or General Mills um, that use our products and services. Um, we serve all different verticals from, you know, consumer packaged goods to technology, clients like Microsoft, um, pharma clients like Pfizer. So it really is a full suite of uh, clients that we serve out there. What can you tell us about U.S. Hispanic markets? What new discoveries or what interesting research can you share with us? Sure. I think one of the most important things that we've discovered over this past year as we've been evolving our Hispanic REACH product is really that the Hispanic population is, um, well, everyone probably knows that they're not homogeneous. Um, they really have a, a very different subcultural um, segmentation that happens within that population. And it's very difficult for our clients to get their arms around that, not only from a research perspective, but also from a marketing perspective. And so what we've tried to do is really understand what are the different segments and what is the, not only who, who the different segments are, but identify them in such a way that our, when they have research learnings, they can actually um, develop marketing programs that go after those different segments. And, um, you know, there's a lot of interesting learnings that come about um, as a result of understanding those different segments. Um, the first thing is understanding who they are and how many of those different segments really truly exist in the marketplace. Um, we've identified four key segments that we think are pretty exclusive um, to one another. However, it's not a necessarily a black and white answer when you're trying to define those segments. Um, they, when we look at those different segments, how we classify them is a combination of different factors. It's not like, for example, they all speak Spanish or they all watch Spanish media or they all, um, you know, uh, have just came, come over from a certain country. Um, we've really tried to look at how those different attributes interact with um, one another to determine the types of products and services that they buy. Um, so they may prefer to speak Spanish at home, but they um, actually are very comfortable speaking English in other environments. Um, they may watch a lot of Spanish media, um, but they still prefer to take a survey on the Internet in English. So there's a lot of definitions that go into um, that segmentation approach uh, that help us identify who are these different people more from a behavioral standpoint or a, um, how they're going to buy products and services than uh, certain attributes that uh, everyone tries to make very black and white out there. Okay. Are you able to break down the market into sub-markets or sub-segments? And if so, what criteria do you use? So the, we, we do, like I mentioned, we have four different sub-segments that we focus on. One is the acculturated, the second is partially acculturated, or partially acculturated, then partially unacculturated and unacculturated. And the different, the different criteria that we use to um, differentiate those segments is everything from the language that they are most comfortable speaking, how often or they watch um, English versus Spanish TV, um, their ability to really speak and understand English, uh, the language they prefer to speak at home, the language they prefer to um, listen to in media, 
um, the the amount of time under a certain age that they have spent here in the United States, as well as the environment that they're living in, the actual neighborhoods that they're living in, and how um, what degree of those neighborhoods are are what I would call more of a Hispanic population. Uh, so by taking a look at the interaction of those seven different elements is how we actually have defined these different these four different segments. And what is Hispanic reach. Hispanic reach. A lot of people think that Hispanic reach is just about the the um, the people that we're talking to, and I think it really goes beyond that. It's not just about um, having the the people available on our online panel. It's also having uh, the partnership that we do with our offline partner to be able to reach the people that we can't reach online. Um, we also have the acculturation model um, as part of that product, which allows us to really make sure that we understand the different segments, we know what proportion of those different segments to pull into the overall population to really project out what the U.S. Hispanic population opinions would be. Um, we also have translation services and um, just general Hispanic uh, knowledge and expertise that we deliver as part of our Hispanic reach market research products and services that we deliver to our clients. So the research that you're conducting, is it conducted in English, in Spanish, or in both? It, it's really both. Um, and it depends on the marketing objectives of our clients. In some cases, they are trying to understand um, whether or not, you know, a certain advertisement, Spanish advertisement, um, is going to be successful amongst the Hispanic market. I think one of the things that we try to do is make sure that they don't skew to saying, oh, well, we're only going to conduct this survey in Spanish, because by doing so, they're going to leave out a substantial portion of the, um, the Hispanic market that uh, does speak Spanish, but potentially not as often as um, they might be screening for. And um, yet those are going to be consumers that are actually viewing their advertisement, and they need to incorporate them into their ad evaluation. Um, so it, in terms of whether or not they take the survey in English and Spanish, we really recommend that you offer both, and you allow the consumer to choose which way they want to take the survey. Um, what we've seen in not only in our own example, but in also talking to other people in the industry, in the direct marketing industry especially, is that consumers, especially when they're interact, Hispanic consumers, especially when they're interacting with the web, tend to prefer to actually um, do so in an English um, language and not necessarily always rely on the Spanish side. Um, and there's a variety of reasons why they they choose to do that. Um, but I think the most important factor here is to give them the choice of what what language they want to take the survey in versus dictate what language they have to take the survey in. When you conducted the research. Is what? Are, what are your tools? Are you using phone communications online, in person, or a combination? All of our research at Market Tools is conducted through a um, online technology platform. Um, so most of our surveys are done with the, in the Hispanic Reach product. I would say 75% of the interviews are what we would recommend to be done in an online environment. Um, however, in some cases, um, you want to reach more of the unacculturated audiences. 
And to do so, we need to go into more of an offline environment. But even when we are in those offline environments, um, they might be intercepting people in a mall-type setting, but they will be actually asking people to either take the survey through a computer terminal, so it will be self-administered, or in the cases where they, they might not feel as comfortable with that technology still, we will have someone there who can help them um, walk through that technology um, or walk, you know, basically help them answer questions using the keyboard and such. Um, but it would still be entered all into an online uh, data collection method. Um, we don't do any telephone interviewing at this time, um, and that's probably the only offline medium that we're doing right now. Um, we are looking at other mediums like wireless uh, mediums uh, to further um, reach that target audience, the Hispanic um, target audience, especially the younger generation. Um, but you'll be hearing more about that later in the year. Well, Heidi, thank you for joining us. And to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Heidi Dickert, Vice President of New Products and Business Development at Market Tools, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority.